सर ज्वाइन कर लिया सर मेरे स्क्रीन पे तो बहुत कोई आया संजय ऊर्जा सब है दिखता है एकता संजय ऊर्जा राजेश सुरेश कितने आदमी छे तो दिख रहे हैं हमको टोटल कहीं दिया हुआ है एक मिनट इलेवन आदमी है and how we will be able to uh, put this across to our customers and uh, make the best out of it so i think uh, suresh uh, uh, thanks thanks himanshu and uh, do we have a round of introduction so that you know i can put a name to the faces yes, yes. so i think uh, so maybe uh, uh, Sanjay, I think you are there. I can see you on the screen, maybe. So, Sanjay is uh, basically the senior business development manager from Mumbai, and he manages a lot of IT uh, accounts from Mumbai. Uh, Rajesh Suneja, again, he is again the senior business development manager from Delhi, uh, that is NCR, and he manages again all the key accounts from uh, North. NCR. So, Avdash Shweta. Uh, and she is again uh, into tele sales and she uh, and client ma uh, management. So she is based out of Bangalore and uh, she is uh, basically instrumental in taking appointments uh, and again uh, uh, looking at the client service if they are happy or not. Uh, Ipta, she is again uh, into tele sales as well as client. Uh, Relationship management, uh, and she also does a lot of data analysis. Uh, and this is what is being given to the management. Then I see unknown. Okay, uh, Mehul, uh, he's my colleague from uh, Chennai. So, uh, so basically, uh, everything in Tamil Nadu. So that is directly coming uh, under Mehul. So, who are the others? So I just got the names, no faces now, so I can't put a name to the face. <laughs> they are all put on the videos. It's okay, it's okay. Just to get an overview, that's all, you know. Yes. Thanks, Imanshu. Thanks. Uh, gentlemen and ladies, uh, I would like to. Uh, Cherish, do we have any other uh, program, or do I jump in directly? No, I think we should. We should get started immediately. Not a problem. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to take this opportunity to introduce ourselves and uh, the entire uh, team with the range of products, and more importantly, I would like to uh, take the next fifteen to twenty minutes talking about sustainability and its importance in the corporate circles. What kind of a role it's going to play, and how we can ride a success with this as a concept. Then, in after about 15-20 minutes, I would like to spend another 15-20 minutes talking about uh, uh, the product line and the kind of products which we have. We believe that we are on a very, very exciting phase, and you know, I hope that the next 40 minutes is as exciting as I try to make it sound to you guys. Uh, so, uh, without much ado, let me just uh, try to go in straight away, jump into the presentation.
So I think I think, uh, I think Praveen Reddy uh, on this list. So he's a part of our team. Okay. Okay. I will tell you only. Uh, 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 Praveen is not from my. All right. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Praveen, ready. Cherish and me are uh, this thing. Uh, Praveen, are we having any more people from our office uh, in the conference room listening? Yes. Yes, we have. Okay. Excellent. Okay. So, I. Excellent. No, now I'm on a screening, uh, I'm sharing the screen, so I won't be able to see anything else other than just my screen. Uh, I hope you can see the screen, a purple. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Yes. Okay, then I'll go. Uh, a little bit about what I'm going to be covering in the next about half an hour. Uh, sustainability and the ecosystem and a few numbers, etc. And this is the... Yeah. Let me just talk about what is sustainability. Like if I, if you, if I was to give a dictionary uh, definition, it is the meeting the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their own needs. Well, let me explain in a layman terms. In case we have a system where our, or we borrow a lot of money from the banks and we don't repay it and we give that particular loan to our children. How sustainable is that? This should answer the concept of economic sustainability. What we are doing today is precisely the same kind of a thing what we are doing to the environment. We are using much more resources than what is required, what can be replenished in the nature. We are using much more so that the life and the quality of the lives of our future generations are compromised. That is where the concept of sustainability, it is not sustainable and therefore a lot of people have started taking cognizance of that and started working towards environmental sustainability. To that extent that there is something called a triple P bottom line, which I'd like to talk to you in this particular slide, which has become a corporate mantra. We always know that, you know, sustainable development means there are three kinds of aspects, economic, social and environmental. Whenever an enterprise starts any kind of an activity, obviously the first and foremost aspect what we look at, the important, most important aspect we look for is profit. After all, that is the primary motive of the enterprise. But after some time, once there is a profit, we have around close to 100 people, 200 people working towards that. The quality of the lives of the people inside also matter. And that's when the social aspect comes into the picture or the society comes into the picture or the people come into the picture. And therefore, that's the people. This has been encapsulated in a new formula called the triple P bottom line. The primary economic bottom line is obviously there. Everybody is there. They're going to be looking at that. The second P, which they're going to be looking at, the first P is the profit. The second P is the people. After all, if I have around 200, 300 people, it's not only profit, but to ensure profit that we need, we need to ensure that the people are happy and therefore there's going to be concentration of a lot of processes to see that the happiness index in that company is extremely high and therefore the second P comes into the picture, which is your people. Profit, people. 
and after that once a company crosses around close to 1000 2000 1500 in that range depending on the kind of sector you are working on profit is not enough happy people is not enough but a happy surroundings is a must and therefore all these things are encapsulated in something called the triple p bottom line where the th third p is the planet we need to concentrate on what is around us we need to ensure that the planet is there after all we are doing all this for what for our children to be happier big question to be asked is are they are we actually keeping them happy so there are a lot of people who have been working on this and that brings to the concept of this triple p bottom line which i was talking about then again let me talk about the previous slide which we spoke about sustainability spend now there is a lot of people who are spending money and when i say money it is just the bandwidth in terms of energy in terms of your time in terms of resources and of course the money they are going to be spending on ensuring that we have a safer ecosystem if you look at it the approximate spend of a country on defense itself goes to something like maybe around 7 to 9% of our total gdp probably i'm talking about a country like india in a country like north korea etc that's a different kind of a, a scenario altogether but on an average we spend around 10 to 12% of the gdp if you look at the overall uh, uh, pattern across the entire world around 10 to 12% of the entire world produced is only spent on military defense system to ensure that we are safer and trust me when we our own future is under threat thanks to this environmental instability there is going to be a lot of expenditure on that not only in terms of money as i told you in ter terms of a total bandwidth so that is where the sweet spot is we are all going to be working on a wonderful uh, sweet spot uh, save the tiger i'm not going to spend too much time yeah i would like to take a small detour and uh, talk about the importance of uh, the environment see what happens is that you know i'll give you we are all a part of the ecosystem where we are only a portion of the ecosystem right environment is the biggest ecosystem and we should not disturb what is called as a balance nobody is understood the ecosystem completely but we should not disturb what is known as what we have established as a balance in the ecosystem a case in point is chairman mao you must have heard about chairman mao in china and mao zedong he is called and you know in the year if i am right it's in the range of around 1961 1962 he tried an experiment called the great sparrows experiment he was known to be ruling with an iron hand whatever he does it he does it in extreme end so a few farmers went up to him and told him that you know see this uh, particular uh, we are not having the yield of the seeds as much as it should have been because of the sparrows what's the problem there are too many sparrows are eating up the seeds chairman mao what he said was it's a simple thing so let's catch hold of some people kill all the sparrows he spent a lot of money a lot of resources and killed all the sparrows incentivized them and said that i'll pay you 100 dollars for every 1000 sparrows then when everything got over he said i'll pay you now 400 dollars 500 dollars and he ensured that the entire sparrows were killed 
lo and behold next year the end the overall economy boosted there was a lot of uh, uh, growth seeds was the yield was extremely good a lot of claps around the place he got some awards he awarded himself that's a different issue until the next two years the third year the crop fell down very 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 much 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 below what it was in the first year and to their horror they saw that the crops were being eaten by a lot of locusts and insects which was actually the feed of the birds what actually chairman mao did was by killing the sparrows he had compromised and he thought that he has understood the ecosystem he disturbed it and as a result of which the entire china went into the great depression if i'm right of around 67 68 that gives you an understanding as to what is an ecosystem why we need to do what we are planning to do over the next few days and how corporates are playing a part that i haven't discussed let me tell you in the year 2003 i won't take too much time on on this sdgs and mdgs mdg is millennium development goals which was developed by united nations which wasn't a very big success but in 2015 that's why you know we are just 5 years from the where we have started the sdg united nations has come out with something called a sustainable development goals 195 member nations have taken part in that what united nations has put forward is 17 goals 169 targets in the 79 17 goals and 3 to 4 indicators for every target they have put they put together a structure saying that for a better tomorrow these are the 17 areas in which we need to work and for each area to work these are the kind of targets which we need to achieve and for each one they have put it they have put together a structure it's something like the vision and the mission statement of any company of an organization so that everybody is aligned to a particular thing and based on the appetite of anybody who's participating it's like a buffet spread there are 17 items whoever wants can take whatever role in it and ensure that the goals are met therefore these are measurable achievable if you have any children who are studying in schools even in schools you will be taught about sustainable development goals for the past 3 4 years it's caught up which means that there is a general alignment un has given that alignment then it goes to the governments then it goes to the corporations the business houses the civil societies the municipalities the citizens the ngos the students all of them are getting aligned with one after the other it's the top down trickle effect which is being seen and all of them are given a part to play or at least given an opportunity to play and this is where corporates say that okay this is my sweet spot i will take this up and that is where it's going to be a market which is going to be of immense value to all of us a brief about the sustainable development goals i'm not going to go into deep depth of this it's going to be talking about no poverty hunger and you know good health and education etc but among that climate action is one of them item number 13 is a very very 
important one. Item number 13, 14 and 15 is more about en uh, environment and therefore 12 is also a very, very important thing where we are talking about responsible consumption and production. What is responsible consumption? Probably in the next few slides I will explain. The entire concept of responsible consumption is based on and summarized in what is called as the sustainability principle. Three R's, you must have heard about it. Reduce, recycle and reuse. Of course, there are a lot of other R's which has come into the picture, rethink, refuse, repair and all those things. But the most important thing is reduce, reuse and recycle. Again, if you want to go one step deeper into this, it just means take less as less as possible from the environment and throw as much less as possible into the environment. Use as less as possible. That's the only thing. That is the hierarchy of waste, waste hierarchy. First and foremost, we ensure that waste is prevented. We don't produce waste at all. The second one is, if at all you make the waste, prepare the waste for reuse. This is where our recycled paper comes into the picture. I'm setting a context for the main topic to come into the picture. After that, you do whatever you're planning to reuse. You go into recycling and composting. If you do not understand composting, don't worry, I'll spend a few words on that. And if there's any other kind of a recovery, and then if you can't take it out, only then go into disposal and that way into landfill. A lot of people are concentrating on what is called as a circular economy. I won't go in depth into it. I'll explain what is a linear economy. A linear economy is something where you take resources from the earth. It is made into products at factories. After factories, it's consumed and then wasted. So it's all linear. See, it's going in one direction to other. Then more is taken out. So it's a take, make, waste economy. Take, make, consume, waste economy, which produces bigger waste, more waste, more waste, more waste, more waste, etc. And that's the linear economy. You cannot have infinite amount of resources taken from a finite resource right the resources in the earth are limited how can you keep on going and therefore what we need to look at the world is going to be moving towards in the next about 10 years 15 years etc this is going to be the norm the kind of norms which you don't can't even imagine i will tell you a few examples you are going to recollect this particular dialogue of mine Resources from Earth are taken, produced at factories, consumed, but at the end, we do not waste it, we segregate it. We segregate what cannot be thrown and what can be thrown and whatever can be recycled are taken back to the factory so that that much lesser resources are taken back from the Earth and therefore you have much lesser waste to produce and therefore a happier Earth. This is the gist of thing. Under circular economy, why am I telling you all this is that, you know, this is the beginning of the new normal. There are sustainable products has become the norm in the European Union. They focus on sectors that use resources where the potential for circularity is high. For example, electronics, etc. also in the next few days, what we are doing, we are making products and then throwing it. 
they are going to get into a, a system where things are going to be given out on rent and no way you can throw it out it will be taken back by the manufacturer so that the manufacturer also has a responsibility to it etc so this the whole idea is to ensure that there is less waste when there is less, less waste that means lesser resources are taken from the environment and therefore circularity will work for people region and cities so circularity will be the way of life in the future so I'm not going to talk about degradable, biodegradable and compostable. In case you need this, I will come back to this because in the next about 20-25 minutes, I plan to open this floor for question and answer. So in that, we can just have a brief talk about this. Uh, yeah, a few things about uh, environment before I go into the most important topic of ethical paper. Uh, would like to bring your kind attention to the world as it is today and some grave situations. I don't know how many of you have heard about something called the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. The Great Pacific Garbage Patch is something which is nothing but plastics which is floating in the ocean. How did it go there? We throw the plastics here, microplastics and small plastics, large plastics. It goes into the water streams goes into the river and from there to the seas and to the oceans and the ocean currents take everything and has got all the plastics. What we have used in the past 20, 25 years, whatever has gotten into the ocean, the ocean currents has all got it together. And it's all there in the Pacific Ocean in one particular area, which is this thing. Can you even take a wild guess as to the size of this patch? It's called the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. There are various avatars and you know versions of this but let me tell you the minimum estimate of this is around three times the size of not Bangalore not Karnataka but India. it is three times the size of India and it is between Australia Japan and California US that region in the Pacific Ocean and it is growing every day and all this has just grown in the past 20 25 years and God knows what at what speed it's going to grow there is going to be more plastics in the ocean by 2050 than fishes which means that 99.7% of the aquatic life in the entire ocean would contain some kind of a plastic or the other. Why are we worried? Because that gets into our food chain. Tomorrow we are going to be eating plastics. What are microplastics? Anything which is less than 3 mm. These are huge, humongous, horrible dangers for humanity. My macroplastics are large plastics. You see that, okay, at least that can be picked up by your fingers, by your hand. It can be washed, it can be processed, it can be recycled, it can be converted into a road, it can be, something can happen with that. But what will you do with the plastic which is 3mm? I will also tell you about another microplastic which nobody thought about it, which you are using it in everyday life. Of course, one of the biggest sources of uh, microplastics today is your tire. Tire is made from synthetic rubber and that is one of the biggest contributors of microplastic because it becomes extremely small I mean, micro beads, which is what, why you will see that most of the oceans around cities like Mumbai are black in color in the bo oh, oh, bottom ocean bed because of the microplastics. That's another thing. 
I recently discovered another thing. You remember something called a floral base which you are having, where when you are giving a bouquet, you have what is called as the bouquet which you give that green thing where you put your all your bouquet twigs and give it. That is one of the biggest sources of microplastics, and that is a very very unsustainable product as such. So somehow the microplastics are worse than plastic, so we need to. ensure that we reduce the usage of this as much as possible now this is where we come into the picture and says that we will give solutions for total sustainability now everybody talks about sustainability and says that you know yeah this has to be done there's enough kind of theory there's enough kind of uh, reaction and you know, people uh, have real good knowledge about it and sensitization about it but what lacks is the practical aspect what what is really lacking is the grassroots level action which is so necessary and that is where we bring it come into the picture because we thought we will get a whole range of products which can be used as a mainstream product as a substitute and now it is for us to take it to the masses and ensure that it is used how when what is what is going to be discussed let me talk to you about a recycled paper so before i go into the recycled paper uh, i will talk about so having understood all this so what do what does a company do just like a company has got an economic vision economic mission statement many of the companies who have a triple p bottom line as i told you 1000 to 1500 kind of an employee kind of a strength they have something called a go green policy they have something called a sustainability policy or a eco friendly policy do i have to stop no no i think uh, i think i have to find it we are fine we are fine now go ahead good right okay so i was thinking Uh, it was a monologue for quite some time so it's good that we are talking at least now to get that out of you <laughs> you read my mind here <laughs> <laughs> no uh, just to introduce myself hi team uh, cherish tota and uh, i was very hopeful to you know meet up with everybody and um, have a one on one like this and suresh of course is the uh, visionary behind the entire product so the passion what he gets on to the table is uh, uh, more in terms of a bigger picture um, and after the bigger picture is set it's the rest of us in the team here to ensure the numbers happen so i'm waiting for him to finish his job so that we can talk the numbers <laughs> is that a subtle message you are giving me cherish i wonder <laughs> Now is the interesting part. I think you know. I think the team must be there. Uh, I think uh, yeah. Uh, all good information to share to reach the mass. So I think. Now, yeah. Now is the interesting aspect. You know, now is more of gyan, but now is the practical aspect. So every company comes out with what is called as a uh, whenever they have, they will come out with what is called as a eco-friendly or a sustainability policy. And in the sustainability policy, they will come out with various action plans as to. what are the things they have to do and they have to comply with it at the end of the year they have to say that what they wanted to do what they have achieved and what is the gap 
So it is going to be among the KRAs to ensure that as many products and as many initiatives are going to be implemented. And this is where we are going to come into the picture. We are going to identify initiatives and in among all these initiatives, if you go through a go green policy of most of the companies, they'll say go for recycled paper. There are a lot of challenges in that. It was not available, etc. I'll come to that. But one of the most important common denominators you can say is going to be use recycled paper. Why? Because it touches the lives of so many people, every stakeholders, and you know, we are going to be sensitizing so many people, etc. There's so many advantages. So they say use recycled paper. Why? The virtues of recycled paper was very well known, especially if you're talking about a unbleached recycled paper. Here we come to the most important main topic. One ton of recycled paper. These are the things which you'd want to take note of it also. Saves around close to three to 4,000 kgs of wood. Because if you cut a tree, you have a lot of products in that. You have lignin, you have cellulose, you have heavy cellulose. Let me not get into the depth of the details, but then you have a lot of product and moisture. So when you cut around close to three and a half to 4,000 kgs, you can make one ton of paper. You get these 4,000 kgs of wood in 12 to 17 trees. I'm going to give you data I'm going to give you resources. I'm going to give you places where you can do the research. You don't need to take my words for it. And wood is brown in color. How does it become white? How does the paper become white? Simply because we use water to bleach it. How much? I've become very, very conservative and I'm saying 30,000 liters of water. That's because in India, we use 30,000 liters. In the US, in Europe, etc., they use anywhere in the range of around 90 to 90,000 liters to 100,000 liters. As a result of which the water is more pristine, white, bright, etc. And it consumes around, it saves 2,000 units of power if you go to recycled paper. For this, I'm going to be giving you resources where you can log in directly. This is in the wish list of most sustainability initiative. Wonder why? Why is it going to make such a big difference? Is it really making a big difference? Could be the question. Instead of the regular paper, white one paper, if you're doing it, okay, cumulatively, it makes a difference. Is that all? I would like you to just log in after some time or maybe open a window and just have a look at something called www.blackle.com. Blackle.com is nothing but Google in a black screen. What does Google do? The entire screen is white in color. Whatever you type is black, which means the entire screen is lit with white LEDs. Only what you type is with black. In Blackle, it's the other way around. The entire screen is black, which means it's not lit. Whatever you type is in lit, lit. What does that mean? It can save a lot of power for the monitor. So how much of power does it save? Millions and millions of computers all doing it. It can make a small difference, big difference, questionable difference. But that's not the important thing. The minute you use black, this particular black hill, your eco-sensitive radar within you gets sensitized. Sing 
that your eco-friendly behavior gets activated, saying that if I'm doing it for such little power, let me put off this water here. Let me turn off this AC. Let me do this. Let me try to use organic. So what happens is that the black tackle tries to attack you from within and attacks your or gets into your subconscious behavioral aspect and not a conscious aspect. And therefore, that makes the difference. Recycled paper has precisely this kind of a thing. Its characteristic is that it is slightly grayish brown, slightly not as bright as the regular paper. The minute you're using it, you're, you know that the company is using this for a cause. I'm using this for a cause and therefore it actually activates your behavioral activities towards environment. Now, I would like to go into this particular paper, uh, this something called, oh, you cannot see this, so I'll have to stop. Are we able to see this paper calculator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, please make a note of this particular uh, URL. It's called c.environmentalpaper.org. It is not given by me. It is not given by anybody in India also, but it tells you the overall savings you can get when you go for a particular recycled paper. So just go into this and you know enter what is the kind of paper which you are going to be using if you are using ethical paper and you know uh, if it is going to be uncoated let's say you are using around one ton here and the percentage is going to be 100% recycled add a comparison paper of let's say a JK paper I'm just giving a name let's call it as uh, ABCD and you know it's also and if this is zero percent all you have to do is enter these details what is it name what is the percentage it is going to be one ton and percentage of recycled content is zero and calculate the impact if you do that it tells you the amount of savings environment gets by using ethical paper which is your recycled paper what is it this wood use is just zero tons while here we use around four tons the amount of energy which we use is 15.4 here it is 25.5 carbon dioxide equivalents water which is used is this much etc here they are using recycled bleached paper i am talking about bleach unbleached therefore the entire 20000 gallons of water which is around 1 lakh liters is saved as far as our ethical paper is concerned here they are talking about water usage for a recycled paper which is bleached not only this there are about close to 30 parameters, solid waste, NO, NOx emissions, energies, particulates, blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of things, forest disturbances. How many species are threatened by just using this? Nine species, uh, ocean acidification. There are a lot of things which you can get into it. Why am I showing this? This could be a good thing for you to present it to the company also so that they can see it directly. And uh, I would also like to present another thing here. 
Is my environment savings calculator seen here? No, no, I think that's another screen. So yeah, I'll come back to that. Yeah. So I think post this particular product, we'll just get into the uh, SKU list of the offerings, and we'll of course ask the team if we can take it any further. Yeah. So. Suppose, you know, uh, I have uh, uh, this thing. Now, this is where we are talking about the total kind of, I have written this in uh, sales calculator. Suppose a company consumes around, let's say around 2000 reams of paper a month. All you have to do is just enter it. It says that you can save around close to 85 trees, wood saved is so much, water saved is so much, everything. So you A4 and other paper consumed may be another, let's say around, 500 kgs, you will know exactly how much is being saved here. So this is a tool which will be very useful for a company to evaluate what is the kind of savings it brings to the table. So you can enter here and you can get the values here. This is something as a resource, as a tool I'll be sharing and uh, c.environmentalpaper.org, the data where I have got all these things is also here. So you can just click here. And um, yes, yeah, I will not talk about virgin wood, uh, other recycled paper at this point of time. So, yeah, uh, so I will come to the competition during your FAQs. As Cherish said, you know, I don't want it to be a monologue, uh, but you know, it's very important for me to uh, uh, underline the fact of bleach. Bleach is something which I've already given you a small heads up of resources in terms of chemicals and water, etc. While there might be competitors who might be giving you some other products like bagasse paper, wheat straw paper, etc., which is does not. All these are called tree-free papers, which does not use tree. So, which means bagasse paper, which is made from the sugarcane waste, wheat straw paper, there are a few more companies which are making it. It does not use a tree. But what happens is that you still need to take that and if you do the entire engineering of this and give a final paper after bleaching, you're still going to be consuming a lot of water. And that is where our uh, product excels in this thing. I will also be talking about the cost breakup, but before all that, let me talk about the product as such. As I told you, dealing with recycled paper was a romantic idea. It was always required saying that, you know, chaye. But then if you wanted it, what prevented people from making it? There were about six major parameters which prevented it from being used. First one was the color. It was brown in color almost dark brown to light brown but we have made it to an acceptable brightness levels none of the recycled paper which was in the market today except a few which were very expensive was machine friendly it could not go into consistently into a printer two printouts five printouts it can come if you're talking about thousands of printouts it always used to end up having a lot of difficulties because of the surface smoothness the fourth aspect of 
the surface was not as smooth as it is supposed to be so that also we addressed the biggest problem was the smell earlier when we came out with this avatar in about close to four years back it was smelling extremely badly to the extent that we were wondering whether we should give it up at all because you know that was not acceptable in any if you go especially if it goes through a xerox machine or a photocopier machine the heat used to amplify the smell to such an extent that you know everybody knows that you know some recycled paper is being processed that has been completely addressed and sixth point ink bleed you just place a, a dot of your ink pen it used to bleed here you can even put your sketch pen ink pen or even probably a sketch pen also and there is no problem of a bleed most importantly the cost it was sometimes you know probably it was available at around two to two and a half times the rate etc and therefore you know what we people used to do it was they used to use it only on occasions when we went to a client accenture they said no we are using recycled paper he was surprised and uh, when we delved further we dug in a little deeper they said that we whenever you know we have some delegates coming in we make recycled paper diaries and give it to them and that was it because it's such an expensive affair that you can only use it on an occasion cannot be a mainstream paper now having addressed all these problems we know that we have a product which can replace mainstream paper and therefore we have what is called as the ethical paper what xerox is to copy a paper we project we our objective is to ensure that ethical paper is to recycle paper it's going to be called in the same reference number yeah uh, i will also be talking to you about uh, during the faq certifications and parameters uh, one particular aspect which you might want to know is you know what is raw, the raw material used for ethical paper basically what we are going to be using is called press clippings printing press you go a lot of things are being printed and then you know you have shavings whatever you shave out of it that is one of the most important things apart from that we have notebooks we don't use magazine we don't use uh, the other uh, yeah the smoother paper the with a gloss we don't use that we use notebooks we use textbooks etc with that we ensure that those are the raw materials which are repulped and then made into paper another very important aspect of recycled paper is that let's admit it it's not going to have the strength of your virgin paper the virgin paper is always going to be strong and the bond papers are going to be the strongest for example you take a 500 rupee new note and just do a twing on that the crack the sound with which it comes only in indicate indicates the length of the fibers of the wood which has gone inside that now paper has been made with that we again take that and we are crushing it which means that the fibers are becoming even smaller and then to ensure that the dust levels are lesser we ensure that those things are taken out still it's not going to be as strong as the virgin paper but then you are not going to be having any kinds of problems in terms of viewing writing etc in fact it has an additional advantage as far as viewing is concerned for example if you have a tv at home obviously you are not going to keep your contrast at 
it's going to be reduced because 100% is bad for your eyes contrast is similarly when you see a text on a white paper when compared to an ethical paper because of the lesser contrast it's a lot more pleasant to the eyes when compared to this this is not by design it's by default so these are a few things about the strength of the paper life of the paper might be uh, questions which people might ask you uh, 20 to 25 years most of the official records needs to be kept for about close to 7 to 8 years based on the aging test which we have done accelerated aging test we assume that we are under the uh, we have confidence that it will last for about minimum of around 25 to 30 years etc while white paper under an apple to apple comparison can be there for about 100 or maybe around 60 to 80 years it will be there which means life of this will be at least half of that of the white paper another aspect which i'd like to bring to your notice is that you know it is slightly different from csr csr is corporate social responsibility if a company uses these products internally it is not csr it is sustainability initiative but if they use it as a gift to a school as a part of the csr initiative then it becomes a csr initiative embedded with sustainability initiative so this takes me to the next of the thing which is product line do i go ahead or do you want me to stop here for some faqs and then go into the product line because product line will just take me around 15 minutes uh, i think uh, okay uh, is uh, does anyone have any questions because uh, i think suresh uh, because every each and every point was very clearly uh, briefed i think the maybe this ppt this can be shared especially the key uh, slides from this if this can be shared i mean you know this will have to be used in our marketing uh, ppts to our customers uh, but again see i have one question you were actually like me we did mention on that uh, website e environmental something where you mentioned that when ethical paper was selected there was something where you mentioned that the bleach, the water content was given even for our. So, are there two two types of paper from ethical? One is bleach and one is non-bleach. No, no. In that, you know, what they have written is, you know, what is the name of your paper? You can write whatever you want. You can just say paneer paper also. There I have got it. Got it so, as ethical paper. Ethical paper is not something which is registered there. So, water was there which mentioned 90,000 liters. So, it is not nothing to do with ethical. It was just... Exactly. The parameters which are being considered are how much of it is recycled, how much of it is unrecycled. Okay. It's 100% recycled. 100% recycled everywhere in the world is bleached. We are the only ones who are giving unbleached, which is giving further much, much bigger advantage to the setup. So, I think I've, got, I've seen uh, Upay, given uh, who is a branch head from North, so I see Mukhan and others who have joined. So, okay, uh, Mehul, uh, Rajesh, Sanjay, any questions? Ekta, Shweta. Okay, me. So maybe we will finish off with the products uh, and then uh, like we will just uh, open up uh, like if anybody wants any any questions. If 
finish that. Yeah. Talking about our product line, we have uh, the first of our product line is ethical paper, which is called it's a recycled paper. Let's understand one thing. I just explained the process in which paper is made, but from that we have what is called as a 60 GSM, 80 GSM and 100 GSM paper. I hope I don't need to explain what is a GSM. In layman terms, it just means the thickness, the amount of material which goes inside to make the paper. As obviously, 120 GSM is double the thickness of a 60 GSM. So we only have three patterns, three papers, 60, 80 and 100. Beyond this, at this point of time, we have found out that the paper assumes some brittle uh, uh, parameters, which means that I mean, people might, your clients might ask you, why don't you give me 150? So this is information for you. At this point of view, I'm not telling we can never do it, but as I told you, it's a slightly a little more technical. Lignin, hemicellulose and cellulose has to go in. It has to be in the right format. And the proportion, if it goes beyond a particular thing and the thickness, paper becomes brittle, if not immediately after about a year or something. So we don't want to go into that at this point of time. There are only three products which we make as far as recycled paper is concerned. A, ethical paper. B, craft paper, which goes from 80 GSM or even 60 also we can make, but we don't make it. 80 to 180 GSM and a craft board. Craft board is nothing but, it's a board. Again, it, it's hard, it's almost hard. With the combination of these three things, you can make a lot of products what is called as a sustainable stationery, which is branded EcoPact. It's called EcoPact is our brand. So we have ethical paper with just the paper and EcoPact with the range of stationery. We can also make it hybrid, which means along with ethical paper, some, for example, Orfel is one of our clients. They said that, well, we love the idea, but then, you know, we cannot compromise on our brand. So we want the outside to be virgin material. It has to be black in color. This is the kind of a thing. Internal, all pages will make it recycled. Thumbs up for that. So that's when we came out with this hybrid. The basic products of ethical paper is photocopier paper, A4 size, A3 size, A5, which is half of A4. And we can custom size, cut it to whatever size you want. Full scap paper, legal, why am I saying all these things? For example, in uh, Europe, A4 is not existing at all. They only use full scap, etc. So we can also give you letterheads, which is made out of 100 GSM paper and, and, and more importantly, raw paper for offset printing. We can give you 25 by 36 or 20 by 30 or whatever size an offset printer wants. And that is where the bulk of the business also comes into the picture. A4 copier is just the foot in the door for you. After that, the entire bandwagon of sustainability can go into the corporate. And one of them is printing. We can give paper again, 60 GSM, they, might, they must be having thousands and thousands of tons being printed every month, etc for shares, certificates, everything. Any of that printing can be done in 
our paper and therefore 25 by 36, 20 by 36, any size you want for offset printing, we can give you. And we can give you golden yellow boards for visiting cards. This is the range of ethical paper under the recycled category. The second one, the product line is called Eco-Packed Sustainable Stationery. What stationery we make with ethical paper, we are branding it as Eco-Packed. We have notebooks. What are the kind of notebooks? Wiro, conference pads, diaries, you name it. Next, you have journals, registers, we can make it. Envelopes. Envelopes are of two kinds. As I told you, white paper envelopes. Instead of the white, we can give you ethical paper envelopes. And instead of the brown envelopes, we can also give you our craft envelopes. And we have something called a PLA coated envelope. I'll come to this slightly when I'm talking about another slide called PLA. PLA is a substitute for plastic. So instead of using a cloth based envelope, we can give you PLA coated envelope. I'll talk about this when I come to the slide which talks only about PLA products. We can give you files, paper files, your box files, etc. Everything recycled paper, folders, replace. The objective is to ensure that the corporate replaces most of this plastic with products which are biodegradable, which are eco-friendly. Calendars. Trust me, the kind of calendars which comes out with recycled paper is something to really, really die for. It's beautiful. It looks really beautiful because these papers lend a kind of a character to the entire depiction. You've seen the white paper, the best of the glossy paper, etc. You've seen them once, you've seen them all. But when you're talking about this similar kind of a depiction, I'm not saying any image would look good, but if you can take care of the character of the paper, the kind of products which can come and on the diaries, calendars, etc. is beautiful. I mean, that's something which you anybody can go for. And now uh, it's just round the corner for uh, the calendar time also. So good time to market it. We have paper tapes instead of the brown tapes, which is going there. What if you replace those things with paper tapes? Cellophane tapes instead of that, why not? Cellophane tapes add so much of plastic waste. Why not paper tapes? These are the products which lines which we have. Helper sheets. We have flip chart sheets. I'm sure the kind of usage is coming down, but flip chart sheets are also there. Coasters, disposable coasters we have. These are the products. More coming up under the sustainable stationery ranges, gift wrapping paper, organizer refills, computers, continuous stationery. This is something which we are excited about. Banks are using it in terms of not even tons, probably by the truckloads. Placemats for restaurants, gift envelopes for cash, and cardboard storage boxes. All Many of these might not be of interest to corporates, but this is the kind of product line which we are going to come, and come out with. We have sustainable writing instruments, which includes your pencils, which is made out of recycled paper, pencils and craft paper pencils which are brown in color newspaper pencils which is lead which is wrapped around in a newspaper when i say recycled paper pencils let me tell you what the instead of the wood you have paper it's as simple as that so wood is also i mean paper is also part made from the wood so we have 
the entire pulp which is circled around that particular lead. So therefore, you have a recycled paper pencil. Rainbow pencils are also there, which is multiple colors of uh, paper, which is there. It's more for the school color lead pencils and premium pencils. And all these things will come with a choice of seed or without seed. We also have writing instrument like pens with or without seeds. The third, uh, fourth uh, product line which we are talking about is disposable cutlery. Now, we have beverage stirrers, which is your coffee tea stirrers, which is made from a medicinal tree called Aspen Woods. And we have institutional packs. So therefore, the rates are also going to be extremely competitive. We have fruit forks, toothpicks, and spoons, fork, and knife, which is made from birch wood. All these disposable cutlery is something which we can provide. Now, I had mentioned something about PLA. Next two minutes, I would like to talk about this. PLA stands for polylactic acid. It is a polymer family. It is a substitute for plastic. Plastic is polyethylene, you know, polyvinyl chloride, etc., polypropylene, etc., which is not biodegradable. What do you mean by biodegradable? Is organisms cannot eat it. You cannot have germs eating it. You cannot have an ecosystem built around it because it is something like I won't even say a rock. It is non-edible. Plastic is not edible by anybody. So. PLA is a range of products which is made from cornstarch. It is starch based. It is based from cornstarch. And then the products which are made from that are almost similar in character to a plastic. So this has been making its round for the past about close to seven, eight years. But over the period of time, it has gained popularity. Probably when it came out into the market, it was seven to 10 times the cost. So it was just only of academic interest saying that there is a product called PLA. But then we, right now the product PLA is around three and a half to four times the cost of plastic. But we believe that over a period of time, it can probably come and start competing with mainstream plastic. And that's the day when sustainability is going to overtake. Now, but we need not be worried about this exorbitant range of the PLA products because we are not using the entire PLA. For example, you have, let's say, let me go into one of the products called PLA coated paper cups. You have a cup which is coated with plastic, PE, polyethylene is what is being coated. Now, everything remains the same other than the PE coat instead of that coat which is going to be a PE, it is going to be a PLA and therefore only the cost of that goes up. So the cost of the paper cup is not going to go up four times, but marginally it will go up. PLA, you need to understand that government regulations in, Bang in Bangalore, in Karnataka, etc., they do not have the policy of acceptance of PLA. That does not mean that they do not accept PLA. They do not accept anything which is plastic, etc. And this, they consider it as plastic because it looks similar. So they do not buy the concept of this being a PLA because there is no differentiator from their point of view. Of course, there is a differentiator. There is a chemical called DCM, dichloromethane. So if you dip PLA into this, 
it will melt instantly when you uh, dip any other polymer which is your polyvinyl chloride polypropylene polytetrafluoride pt or polyethylene any of these things they do not melt so that's the biggest differentiator with this pla coated product we have planning a whole range of products which we are going to be coming out with which is your pla coated paper cups for coffee pla coated envelopes now envelopes they always need to be tear proof or tear resistance it cannot be made tear proof but tear resistance and weather proof so we are coming out with this for the first time in the country pla coated envelopes for couriers etc pla garbage bags has been making its round throughout i mean that's one of the most common applications so compostable garbage bags and compostable carry bags and shopping sir join the सर मेरे स्क्रीन पे तो बहुत कोई आया संजय उजा सब है दिख रहा है एकता संजय उजा राजेश सुरेश कितने आदमी छह तो दिख रहे हैं हमको टोटल कहीं दिया हुआ है एक मिनट इलेवन आदमी है Oh, 